Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Alchemy Answers, episode 49. We are almost halfway to 100, and that feels pretty good. What doesn't feel very good is the fact that both Jenkins and I are extremely sick today, so we apologize oh, if there's little sniffles or coughs. We're going to try and mute ourselves. <laughs> God damn it, Jenkins. Ruining my intro. Yeah, but so uh, thank you, as always, to our patrons for supporting us and providing us with great questions to create content from. And I think we'll also be taking quite a few questions from chat today as well. So appreciate you guys tuning in. Shall I like we? what Cyanide said in uh, in chat. Uh, you know, we were comparing Dota 2 and, and esports in general and all the drama to, to wrestling. But he said it's more like UFC, where the actual fight is real, but the drama behind is purely marketing. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that. I, I, I agree with that. I, I think it's it's a lot less like structured and formulaic than uh, UFC is. Like it's all individuals doing it at this point, and uh, there, there definitely should come a point where there's you know rooms of people coming up with like, okay, here's how we're gonna market this, or we're gonna <laughs> do this. Problem. I know, I know, I know. It sounds really like scummy, but all the character work behind it, yeah, yeah. It's just for it's just for fun. It's just to try to create the most interesting experience for people. That's what it's really all about. Dude, let me tell you, I learned a lot from, from Midas Mode, from, from people there, from like Slacks and from Kyle and Purge and uh, Zyori, just like, they're fucking smart people, man. They're smart. Like, uh, Kyle, for example, you know, like I said, he's the type of guy that he could be so wrong in an argument and he'll still beat you. In, in the argument <laughs> like he's he'll just be so goddamn wrong but he's such a convincing person uh and like kind of alpha you know when it comes to he's charismatic i should say and it makes for su some interesting conversations slacks is like a creative fucking genius the jokes that he's coming up with just like for fun in the back in the back uh little like green room it's not even on camera and he's coming up with these like really funny bits doing like accents and stuff and just like totally inappropriate shit. Like we were trying to figure out what accent to do for um, the, uh, what's it called? Not Mr. Midas, not Sir Sadim, the dad, which is the Iron Talon. And he was going through the accents. He did like an Indian accent. He did like <laughs> Scottish. He did Irish. And fuck, man, they were all spot on. Like yeah, they, were, they were spot on and super funny. He was just like making Dota related jokes with like the different accents it's like jesus christ dude you're not even on camera and you're just doing this like he just churns out like creative shit it's really cool actually i, I asked him a question uh this is a bit tangential but i asked him a question because i was very interested in like his thought process i asked him what is his like structure behind being creative and i, I basically said like i think it's bullshit that people just like come up with ideas like just magically like people aren't born with it people always have a structure and he said behind any creative team he thinks there's somebody who can execute somebody who can uh, come up with the ideas what was the other one it's somebody who can like hone hone in the creative thing like mostly the creative people come up with like so much bullshit that you need somebody to hone it in and they need somebody to execute it True. And he was saying that's kind of what Moonduck is. It's like a combination of people that that do that. Zyori's the guy that executes. Sunspan's really good at taking ideas and, and honing it in on something. And so is Purge. And then Slacks is like the crazy fucking mastermind who's coming up <laughs> with these like 
nuts ideas. And it, it was really interesting to me that I asked him that, and he instantly had an answer. Like he had thought about this before. Yeah, like the guy it's like is a so, company. I mean, he's you gotta so have, smart. You got to have somebody to be creative on the company, but you also have somebody have to have somebody to organize the creativity. Otherwise, you get nothing done. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking that that's that's kind of. Uh, I think we have a dynamic like that too. I don't know. We're like a mix of things, but I, th I think we also like happen to have a similar kind of dynamic where I think I, I think I come up with like a lot of bullshit for sure. You're, you're like the executor. I think we both like hone in stuff a little bit. Yeah. We help each other figure out our ideas. Yeah. It's good. You're definitely the executor. And I think we're both creative. Maybe, maybe I'm like a touch. Just to just to boost my ego, not make me feel so bad about like be, being incapable of executing sh shit. I've been trying though. I tr I've been trying. I've been getting better, definitely. But oh. it's something you have to learn. He said, if you have a combination of all three things, you work at Valve. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it makes sense. All Jake right, is the hot one. Donnie is the other one. <laughs> yeah, just read that too. I mean, currently, that's fair enough. <laughs> Should so we uh, get to the single question? Yeah, let's do it. Sure. Okay. So uh, Chi or Chai, spelled C-H-I. You're going to have to let me know how, how your name is pronounced. Uh, how is the meta concluded? More specifically, how do heroes qualify as a top hero for the meta? I recall commentaries for, from the Epicenter Major about Faceless Void saying, I don't know if Faceless Void is still a hero and how... Marana has fallen significantly into the meta, but only at a TI and a few patches after. I hear people saying Void is a strong carry, Marana is a god tier position 4. Given the logic of what I just said, does it mean that just because pros have rediscovered a hero and spammed it with success, does it mean heroes are back in the meta? I think so. Uh, I, think, I think to a large degree, yes. It's like a lot based on trends, but the way most pros figure out the meta is they play a hero and they just like get a feel for it. And you just feel something is good or feel something is bad. And sometimes based on the heroes that are, that are getting picked, some hero that felt shitty like a week ago can feel really strong a week later. So that's probably what you're seeing with this uh, Murata Faces Void stuff. Um, there's other factors to it, but I don't know, Donnie, do you have anything to... You've been well, casting a lot of games. Yeah, well, it makes something come back into the meta. A lot of it just yeah. has to do with like one team doing it and realizing it's good and then everybody else is like oh my god that was really hard to play against and so they pick it up and then it kind of spreads like a virus but oh yeah like finding a way to like play around something where it's like okay uh naga siren's like really strong in the lane so we could pick like a greedier support now all of a sudden we have this whole uh spectrum of heroes that open up to us if we play to that strength yeah like There's... people discover strengths of a hero and then draft differently there's a game, I think, yesterday that I was casting, and it almost felt like the team didn't even realize how strong the combo was that they were playing. I can't remember who it was. It was, oh, man, it might have been Envy's stack, but it was Slurk with a Grimstroke. It was Slurk mid with a Grimstroke and then an offlane Omni Knight. And so this Omni Knight was Ink Swelled and Heavenly Graced and just going super ham and just destroying people. Because he was like, you know, purging stuff every six seconds or whatever Dark Pack's cooldown is. And then he was also Heavenly Grace and he was also exploding with a stun when he would jump in. And then, oh, it was nine. It was it was a J-Storm game. That's what it was. Yeah. And you could tell they took this one fight and the combo went off. 
and the Slark killed like five or four or five people. And then they were just like, oh, let's just have Omni Knight follow the Slark around for the rest of the game. And so that's what they did. And he just rampaged all over the entire map. Grimstruck was there so, too. And it was just a really good hero for doing that too. Like yeah. if that hero goes off, he can just 1v5. So you don't even need to really farm on the other heroes that much. Right. Um, but then also the meta is dictated by just kind of like how teams are playing the map as well. Like right now, obviously it's really good to play fast, um, just because we're in this kind of snowballing meta, you win the lanes, then you can just kind of start taking fights and forcing the other team to fight you just because there's not as much gold on the map. And then if they fight you and they lose, then suddenly you're just like way ahead of them and you can just force every fight at every tower. And they have to choose between getting super far behind in map control or trying to like take a fight and beat you at that. Um, so heroes right now that are really low cooldown or have like high regen or build naturally into that kind of stuff seem to be super popular. And that's why we're seeing, you know, like like the Slarks, for example, because there's, you know, there's no downtime for that hero once you're online. Yeah. I'm getting debated. Pharma was wavy said that his girlfriend sent us an email oh i think i found it i'm not gonna dox your girlfriend i was about to ask is it is it this person but that'd be doxing hey should we answer your teammates questions because i don't want them to kick you before the minor qualifier is there is there do i have multiple teammates in here asking questions yeah they are okay uh sammy boy dota says how do i stop my i don't even i don't even know where the question is i should know what he asked how do i stop my pudge from going one at 16 uh you can go fuck yourself with a steak knife right up the ass that's what you can do you could just uh, okay. ban your offlaner's favorite heroes and force them to play only meta stuff that might work i've been playing meta stuff man i'm night stalker just just game. make him believe that the heroes that he wants to pick are bad you know gaslight him a little bit be like no 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 no, no man I, I don't care what your pubs are doing. This is competitive Dota, and whatever you think you know is wrong because I'm the captain. So this is what you should pick, and this is what you're going to play. You're going to sit down and shut up, be a good teammate. Let me tell you about this team. <laughs> Let me tell you about this team. We have the most insane calms in, on the fucking planet. It's just ins it's insane. It's mental. <laughs> but... These are some of the smartest motherfuckers that I've ever played with. Godzi, that guy's a real leader. You met him. You know how he is. He gave this like super motivational speech the other day. I don't want to dox him because it was kind of personal, but I, I've been I've watched like 40 replays or something since he gave the speech. He's just like, we gotta fucking do this. We have one last shot at this. We're all old. <laughs> And I've been, I, I feel like I'm so much better today than I was like three days ago. I've been completely fucking grinding nonstop. And I'm loving it. It feels good. good to get better. It feels good to, to actually learn things. That's something that I've noticed. Like if I were to go back and think about my, uh, my baseball career, I, that's like my one regret because I was having, good. Having a baseball career is no. your biggest regret? <laughs> no. My biggest regret is realizing that I could have tried like 10 times as hard as I did to make it. Like, you know, sure, I was there at like 5 a.m. workouts and stuff, but I didn't live and breathe the sport. And if you do that, if you live and breathe what you're interested in, you're going to get really good at it. But I was too interested <laughs> in like being in college and like partying and that kind of stuff to be really yeah. good at the game. And take yeah. advantage of talent so it's, it's like really all about 
um, being okay with giving up a lot of other stuff and just focusing in, honing in, like we were talking about earlier on, you got to hone in on your craft. Otherwise, you're just going to do a bunch of stuff mediocre. And that's. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky my girlfriend's a Dota player as well. She gets it. Yeah. She gets it. She's cool with not getting much time uh, with with her boyfriend <laughs> always on the fucking computer talking to a microphone or playing video games but, yeah uh, uh is nick zhang is that godzy is that yeah, godzy's name <laughs> your name's nick dude that's the Wait, you don't Chinese even know your name. own captain's first oh, name godzy, what I don't the know. Fuck? nick <laughs> more like dick wow man Stupid fucking name, man. All right, we're watching a team fall apart on stream. Who who thought that this was going to be the case? Uh, definitely not me. <laughs> we are blind dogs. How do I stop my offlaner from beating? Oh, that's the same question. Uh, hey, guys, how do I stop gaining MMR? I'm playing average, but my team is always stronger than opponents. I'm playing solo queue only. So your problem is you don't want to keep ranking up. <laughs> that's your problem yeah okay uh i would highly recommend ride can... the wave man <laughs> no 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 uh you can just like highlight uh actually here here's what you do so you 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 queue you as hard support and then you wait until the very last pick while highlighting crystal maiden for the entire time and then you like last pick an anti-major techies or something like that and just say core and then mute your team and just play play as if you're a core and then you're going to lose, you're going to get low behavior score, you'll be in low priority, and then games will be more uh, suited to your needs. And then you'll uh, be banned, and then you won't be playing, and you won't bring that shit attitude into your pubs where you don't want to win. So that works well, you too. Will, you will eventually, <laughs> but then you'll be very swiftly kicked back to, to low priority. <laughs> I love both of you. You inspire me so much. Love and respect. Hey, love and respect to you too, brother. Yeah, Love same to you, man. Or, si or sister. Brother or sister. Message retracted. All right, boys and girls, let's get the questions in. Yeah, give we'll us some questions out. in chat. We don't have anything else to talk about. What's you know the... what was hard? What's let that? me tell you what let me tell you what was hard. At Midas mode, Steam went down when I was on panel. And we filled for like three hours. Oh yeah. It, it that was the single hardest panel that I've ever done. Because after three hours of talking, you don't have much else to say. It's good stuff. It's relevant. At, at the end of it, we were talking about, like, hamsters and how our family hamsters died when we were kids. <laughs> and, like, the best, the most efficient way to have a hamster ball where it doesn't hurt the hamster's back and cause it to get arthritis. Like, that's what we were talking about in fucking Midas mode, dude. Holy shit. Yeah, man. They should hire us to fill because we can bullshit for a long time. I was. Uh, I, just, I think. I, I think. Do you imagine that was... if we just started contacting TOs and just be like, "Hey, you need a fill panel right here. We'll just talk random shit for like." You know what, dude? Minutes. We make, We could make some great filler content for tournaments. I sure. gotta. I gotta. I gotta get indirect contact co contact with them because I've not had much luck with their uh, tier, their support tier emails right they don't not many have responded you know how tournament organizers are there it's all about connections so yeah i get it all right i'll read you the question so we can keep going okay. then we'll both answer it real quick 
what is the weirdest build that you've seen successfully work at high level Dota? I'm sorry, Godzi just wrote in the team Discord. Jenkins podcast is so amusing to watch while waiting for food, actually. <laughs> and he said, Why are you still in here? You're kicked. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit. A vindictive bastard. He would kick me for that. All right. Uh, so, Donnie, how was casting with Breaky? No, I just asked you a question. Oh, I'm sorry, question. I wasn't listening. What was the question? Dude, we're both just high as a kite right now off of some meds. Dude, seriously. Yeah, off of That's just life. Good. Uh, the question is, what is the weirdest build you've seen successfully work at high-level Dota? And I have an answer right off the bat, so I'll let you think for a sec. It is uh, okay. the Guardian Greaves Atos Luna, or Lena build. The uh, the tanky Lena build that I saw, I think it was Gunner and a couple other people doing like late last season. That looked really nasty, because you'd just be super fat and tanky and hard to kill as Lena, but you'd also run around and just be disabling and stunning people, and using your low cooldown spells to just you know, AOE damage everywhere. So cool. I have one, but it's not it's not from like competitive, it's from like high level party queue, which is basically scrims. But I saw somebody go on Slark, they went for uh so they had like an Arc Warden mid or something, right? So they had carry potential for the late game, uh obviously. And they went for pipe, crimson guard blink on Slark with like two Wraith bands or something. And it was it was actually really fucking good. Like at first, it seemed like this kind of silly build, but legitimately, like he stayed alive for so long that he did a significant amount of damage, and he was so tanky and hard to kill. But he kept jumping our backlines, so like we had to kill him. But he had all of these tank items, and uh, I don't know. It seemed it seemed really legit. I I, I don't know. Uh, I think I think Envy sometimes goes for like a pipe on Slark. Mm-hmm. So maybe the Crimson Guard is overkill. Maybe he's already unkillable with the. The pipe right but yeah i don't know it makes a lot of sense especially if you build the blink dagger as well and jump back lines like you're just unkillable and you're forcing the enemy team to try to kill you yeah they all it's have really to focus to you and you you want to be focused when you have those items so yeah it makes sense jenkins can quick tips to counter shadow fiend good shadow fiend players always triple or double raise me uh well you can get stuff with like really high damage and just destroy them in lane uh Something like um, Tiny is really good. Uh, Tiny's actually like doubly good because the way to beat SF in the game is just pick some hero that can burst him. Like the problem with Lena and SF as mid laners is that they really need some sort of peel. They really need some heroes to like protect them. So if you have some hero that can like jump on them and just burst them, they're so squishy, but they're also incredibly value to kill. So uh, Tiny's like a really uh, really good pick, but. Yeah, I would say, I mean, just pick your, like, preferred lane-dominating hero and then kill the SF in, the in like, the early to mid-game. That's kind of the play that you want to make because that hero is very good at winning lanes. Yeah, he's SF always- is hard to lane against, but he's one of the easiest heroes in the entire game to just wrap around on and gank. So, like, nighttime, just call your supports, smoke mid, we're killing this guy, like, 100%. Yep. Yep, very good. Uh Question for Elevated. Do you have any other heroes that you found for meme or meta? All right, Donnie. Let's see the spoilers. Oh, um, you know, I've been keeping my eye out, and I haven't really tried anything super weird lately. I've just been playing a lot of Coddle and, like, Venge and Shadow This guy's Shadow. a Coddle abuser, dude. I am a Coddle abuser. Um, but I've kind of been liking the idea of Venomancer support 
but I haven't really gotten it to work very consistently yet. I, and the it's reason I like it is because you have similar data. talents. You have similar talents to a lot of other supports, and you've got a 90 GPM. You have very good late game spells, and all you have to do is just kind of like sit in a lane and keep a tower alive, which is what a lot of fives are doing. You do it kind of in a different way, you know, just playing a bunch of wards and just being annoying. But I actually don't really have any meme or metas currently in the works. You think it's a good five or a good four? A five. Okay. I mean, it's probably a better four, but I only get to play hard support because that's just what my Q pops for. So that's what I've tried it I as. I feel like I feel like as a I feel like the hero kind of needs levels as a maybe he's like a tiny where he'd prefer he'd prefer levels. Yeah. But there's a way that you could probably skill him where you like don't need that many levels. Like Tiny has a support, you just max Q and W and skip everything else. Right. Maybe on Veto, you just max like Q and W and you skip everything else. Yeah, you w. definitely go like oh, two no, no. points Veil, you get at least one in Poison Sting, and then you go Wards, depending on the game. I don't know. Like like I said, I'm still kind of trying to work it out. But um, also, one thing about pubs is like five in pubs kind of doesn't exist it's it's more of like four or five because if you play a five in pubs and solo queue you're just gonna fucking lose and so you have to get farm because your team is gonna give you space like a hundred percent of games because they just don't play the map very well the enemy team will give you space too yeah exactly so that's that's i mean that's the biggest thing the, the meme or meta is can you actually play super 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 uh ungreedy and still win the game, and the answer is no. <laughs> the meta is actually to play four as a five. Hope you guys feel better soon. Drink some lemon ginger tea. Yeah, that's good stuff. Right. Now that's some bullshit right there, dog. That's some that's some hocus pocus pseudoscience right there. That's 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 never worked for me. Dude, ginger is delicious though. Ginger I tea. let me tell you something, man. I for the longest time would drink chamomile tea before bed. And I'd fall asleep. And I, I was certain that it was putting me to rest. You know, I was I was in a, in a good slumber. And then I Google it. And the very first Google search result is like a PubMed study that shows no link at all between chamomile tea and sleeping better. In fact, for a lot of people, it made it worse. <laughs> So since then, I have been so done with all the teas and all the remedies. I just think it's all bullshit by default. Not saying it necessarily is, but it is. You know, it is bullshit. Everything's chamomile tea. Honestly, these meds that I'm taking for my cold and my sickness, this shit's not working either. It's all bullshit. There's no cure for anything. It's all fucking placebos. Your brain just does it for you i mean your brain your body will heal you a lot more than most medicines will if you just get yeah, some rest exactly, that's dude. for sure exactly uh, it's... okay I, I wanted to i wanted to propose a couple more meme or metas that i've thought about a little bit because okay. this, this is like my favorite thing to do is just to try and figure out what most people think is super dumb Ru ruin pubs is yeah. your favorite thing um i think that you could probably play a wraith king as if he was a lichen in the offlane just go Helma Dominator and like pushing items and buff your skeletons and just pretend to be a Lycan essentially. Yep. And I also think that uh, Doom support is underrated because nobody's playing that hero and I think the hero That's can't be that bad. That's probably true. 
that's probably accurate, I think. People ran Doom 5 for a while, and it felt yeah. pretty damn good. You just kind of, like, sit there. You, you're like an ogre. You absorb a bunch of damage. You go eat some creeps. Like, you end up having a bit of farm because of Devour, and my it's kind problem of happens with, naturally. My problem with Wraith King as an offlaner is that in order to use the Skeletons, you need to get CS. Right. And that's not really a role that you want to be taking that much CS. Like, you have to be taking unsafe farm. But there are some games where, like, you don't have the space to do that. So that just means you lose those games. Yeah. I mean, maybe you or can just run him like a Lycan. Like, put him mid, put him safe lane. It's the same reason, actually, I think that Lycan offlane is not picked in every single game. Like, you would like to have that hero as an offlaner. Right. But if, if he gets fucked, if you don't have an open map, then he's just useless. Yeah. Definitely. It's uh, it's it's spooky. Why can't I get into the Skillshare link? Oh god, that's that's a problem. If you can't get into that, they're not going to be happy with that. I mean, it's probably because it, maybe it's expired. I, I think it's just like a, you know, uh, that video came out over a week ago. It might just be a, a short term thing. I, I think that's probably the case. We have a Patreon question. Yeah, do it. Uh, from Hockeyliner, of all people, Kuroki himself. Congratulations on starting your own org, by the way, Kuroki. <laughs> Uh, he says, as a position 5, I've been fighting the first rune as 3, then harassing as much as I can, body blocking the small camp at the 1 minute mark, then TPing top to help my carry. Sometimes the enemy offlane blocks their creeps, uh, forcing the lane further uh, toward their tower, which allows them to harass and zone the carry during the first minute. Carry will say it's important that he gets last hits. More important that he gets last hits than solo XP. What is more important, carry getting solo XP slash level two before their offlaners are getting last hits. So uh, don't body block the camp, just place a sentry. Yeah, I would say you place you in that situation, you're like doing the four's job. If that camp is gonna get body blocked, it should be the four doing it, because they should be playing in that lane anyway. So yeah. it's uh it's essentially just like they can sit in that lane and run over and it's just like two seconds and they block the camp. So I, I would say like if the lane is shoved out top and you and you need to be top, that's your like number one job. They definitely you definitely want your carry to uh, be getting CS. Like you can always force yourselves to get level two before the enemy team if you just push the wave and then pull. Yeah, you'll get you'll get level two first if you're pushing because there'll be this huge creep wave. You'll get all the all the last hits because the enemy team will be competing with like seven creeps to try to deny you, and you have a quelling blade on your carry. So uh, yeah, I would say you you TP top there. Yeah, I don't think you should ever spend the first minute in the bottom lane like. If, if you're planning to lane top and your carry needs help top, then you should just go I top. I think you can. You just need to keep an active eye on the top lane. Like, you need to keep moving your camera there and see, like, okay, is my carry free farming? If they are, well, then no point in being there until the lane needs to be pulled back. You just yeah. need to be careful about it. I mean, that's true, but I also think that you do want to be there before the first minute mark to make sure that you can unblock the camp. Like, so, I yeah, don't you. I don't think I don't think staying for a minute is... That's that's where it gets very finicky. Right. I would say like thirty seconds max. Maybe go for like one kill when the equilibrium meets, and then and then back off. Yeah. Ideally, what you would do. This is what I've been doing like almost every single game because I've been playing like when I play Shadow Shaman, for example, as I smoke with the offlaner and the four, we wrap around. I sentry the small camp. Uh, I buy two sentries to start, so I sentry the small camp. Then we try and get a kill before the runes even spawn. Take both of the runes. Uh, and then as the carry walks back to the the lane, try and just kill them again before the creeps can aggro you, like behind the tower. And then whether that works or not, then you just TP top, deward your own small camp, 
and lane normally with a big advantage for your offlaner. I think that works pretty well a lot of the time. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Somebody said, uh, Jenkins, is it true that you will be playing uh, James McAvoy's stunt double in the next X-Men? Uh, that is not true, but what I can confirm is that I am actually playing uh, the younger uh, version of whatever the fuck his character Professor is. Professor X? Professor X. I was going to say Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm playing a younger, fatter version of Professor X when he was uh, having a, a rough period in life and eating a lot of pizza pockets and watching Family Guy uh, okay. basically every night. So It's like before I'd really come into his powers and had use for the world, right? Yeah, he was just like, uh, you know, looking up like the references with his mind in Family Guy. Like it would go to a flashback, which, you know, happens every few minutes. And he'd be like, oh, I get that reference. So he could watch the entire show and, oh get, my the, God, and get the depth, get the depth that is uh, the Family Guy ex- experience. That sounds like a Seth Rogen movie in the making, which is just like X-Men or like superheroes who just use their stuff for like really mundane tasks. They don't realize <laughs> that they could be a superhero. So they just like sit at home and they're just like blinking their eyes, or like change the channel or like turn on the microwave for their pizza pockets. Dude, imagine, That's imagine being like an x-men and just getting like a totally a totally useless superpower just like the ability to turn like chairs into tables or something like that it's just like ah you need to say there's there's extra people at the picnic don't worry hand me that chair i got you (laughs) just fucking totally useless it's like we We need need you to take we need you to take down this uh this bad guy and you're like well if he picks up a Hand chair, chairs, I'll throw tables at them. If he <laughs> picks up a tables. chair, I might be able to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn it into a much heavier object <laughs> that they can't lift. All right, we have another question from Oculators. Question two: Do the same process as mentioned before when showing and harassing as three for the first minute? Sometimes an enemy offlaner. Uh, it sometimes makes the enemy offlaner TP to the safe lane. What it does? Holy shit, that's great. Wait, what? That's good. If the enemy offlaner TPs to the safe lane, that's fantastic. Then you win the game. Then you just leave. Then you just leave and there's two cores in one lane. Yeah, then the game is over (laughs) already. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fantastic. You just go top, you pull, you harass the guy that's solo, and you win the game. That's that's what you want to do. That's the ideal situation. Love that. Love when that happens. Okay, we're we're done with questions. Unless Hockeyliner has any more, you have the you have the podium, Hockeyliner. Nobody right. else. Let's take a couple more from chat. <clears throat> okay. Um, let's see. I play a lot of Skyrath mid, and I tend to focus so much more on killing the mid hero over CS. Is this viable as I get to higher rank, or should I be focusing more on CS? I would say you need to focus on the CS. Um. I don't feel like you need to prioritize either. Like, that hero just does so much damage. You just, like, anytime they come up for a CS, you just bolt them in the face. And then you aggro pull and just try and keep the wave, like, in the middle with you having high ground advantage. And you've got movement speed advantage. You've got uh, range advantage most of the time. And then you just keep them super low, control the runes. And then you should just naturally be able to kill them as a result of that. I think it's really important to control the wave if possible in that kind of lane. Because it's like it's like uh, one of those super high harass heroes, like a Huskar or a Viper or something like that. If you 
just shove the wave into their face, then they can't play the game they want to play. But if they're able to just sit on high ground and just right-click you with their annoying orb effects or, you know, just you have to take a bunch of damage just to get every last hit, then you just kind of win the lane and get kills as a byproduct of that. Yeah, I think you don't really need to focus on kills. You just focus on, like, getting efficient harass on your opponent. And then they're going to... You should be getting CS by virtue of the enemy not being able to walk up without dying. Yeah. I think if you're, like, diving for kills and trading a bunch of your regen, that's not going to be worth it for you. Like, you would get more from just CSing and completely decimating the lane, like, standing on their hill and uh, bullying the living shit out of them yeah. while, you, while you CS. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is, like, you probably are dominating the lane as the Skywrath, and then you're probably diving them under tower to finish the kill. But if you think about it, if they're at like a sliver of HP and they're just sitting under their tower, barely in experience range or not in experience range, they're basically dead, but it's better because they don't get to come back to lane with full HP and mana. So just keep them super low, and they're going to have a terrible, terrible laning stage as a result. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hawk Illionaire has an addendum to his question. He said he met the enemy position four. I still think it's the same result. If the position four is not harassing your carry, you're winning the game. Uh, and then Orifex has a question. Can you do more analysis of your own games, both of you? I think showing people how you re review your own replays and critique your play is useful. Love you both. Feel better. Love you too, JCJ. Um, I guess with that, in all honesty, uh, like self replay reviews don't tend to do that well in terms of viewership. So if we, uh, if, if we, I mean, which is on us, like we need to find a, a more interesting way to do it for sure. Like a more interesting format, uh, because I, I, I do believe that that is like the best way to, to learn is to like learn directly from somebody else. Like the most that I've ever learned in Dota is like asking people questions and, and hearing it from them not like analyzing other people's play. And I, I've heard that from a lot of other people. Like I, I always reference like CCNC. Whenever he was uh, coaching me, I asked him like wh wh how he went from being ranked 200 to literally rank one. And he told me, uh, he told me it was because like Kitrak taught him a lot about Dota. Like specifically he learned from an individual. Cool. So I, I really do believe that is the best for learning. But yeah, Donnie, we need to try to find a way to get those videos more views because I, th I think I think there's it's the easiest like, content for us to make and people want it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it, it, yeah, exactly. It's it, it's very it's very easy to do that because it's like you know what you're thinking. I don't have to script anything because I already played the game. Yeah, so I mean, one thing that I'm planning on doing when I'm not sick, uh, just because I have a bit more time now, is I hate streaming and playing at the same time. Because it just makes me play worse because I'm like trying to interact with chat, but in Dota it's very hard to interact with chat and play a game. So instead, I want to just stream basically like my video making process slash replay review process because then I can just review a replay and also have a conversation with, with chat. And like I did that a couple times before I got sick, and people seem to like that. So that's probably what I'll continue doing. Are you both sick because you've kissed a lot? Yes. Yes, yep. that is that is correct. Should Long I pick Ursa or Huskar when my bracket in when in my bracket people tend to take all creeps and not respect the farming priority of a safe lane core? Dude, if you're in a bracket where people don't understand farm priority, there's a very good chance that there's way more farm available than you're actually thinking. And That's if you're true. playing one of those heroes, you probably should be killing people anyway. Um 
So, yeah, pick them and run people over because I guarantee you the people you're playing against are not very good. That's true. I think you can support the lane and then go jungle at an appropriate time once you have some some levels or go kill people. There's a lot there's a lot you could do. It's not just like stealing CS. Somebody wants to be a morning a moron, not a morning and steal a CS then you can let them have that. And there are other there are other ways to get gold in Dota. Yep. All right, here's you a couple questions. What Dota Alchemy as a whole is, who owns it, etc. It's just us. Well, it's us and we have two editors on I guess I guess they're uh, contractors, contracted freelancers, right? Yeah, we've got a, we got a couple boys who help us with Instagram and some other content they're as legit, well. They're legit, man. They're they're savants. These are these are some value ass editors, man. Shout out to Moyes and Minoj. Shout yeah. out to those boys. Yeah, they're Super good good legit. people and they're willing to Amazing work hard. people too. Manoj invited me to his wedding. I couldn't go though. It's in <laughs> India. That's a very expensive flight. It's like yeah. Manoj, all right, buddy, I'll go. You pay for the flight. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'm paying you, so <laughs> Hey man. You can afford it. Alright, so I want to answer this question as well, because it's kind of two people talking about the same thing. Advice on how to get back to where you were. I'm rusty and struggling to feel good playing again. And then a secondary question from Dylan Williams, which is, I climbed from 3.5K to 4K last season, but I'm now sinking back down, even though I feel like I've improved and could dumpster myself from a few months ago. How do I feel like I'm making progress? So kind of two different angles of the same question, which is like, how do I continue to improve and not plateau? How do I keep pushing myself forward? And uh, I think that's a really important thing to talk about. So a few things. Uh, I would say try to take a look at what like the meta heroes are. There's a pretty decent chance that if you go from like winning to losing, that the meta has like outpaced you and you're playing an old meta and you're not playing like the new heroes that are good and that you want to you want to start playing those because people figure out how to play against good heroes and then they become not good people start countering them people start just counter playing them and uh, you, you don't want to be one of those people that gets like left behind i i would say like uh if 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 that happens then just keep trying something new until you find something that's new and that people don't know how to play against and something that works and feels good for you um, and if, if it's like a skill plateau thing, I, I made a video on this a while back. There's a period that almost always happens after you learn and get better at the game where you feel like you're a stronger player. And then because of that, you like build this ego, this wall, and you want to you wanna break down that wall again. You want to yeah. always be in that learning mindset, even when you know that you're a strong player. That's very hard to go from being like what you consider a weak player to what you consider a strong player, not to like build up an ego. So you want to make sure that like that period of having the ego doesn't last very long because it can, it can result in you like overplaying lanes because you feel like you're better uh, picking shitty heroes, picking early because it's like, Oh, I'm so good. I'm not going to get countered. Good players. Like don't do that. Good players will like always pick a hero when it's objectively good for it. They're not going to be like, Oh, I'm, amazing at this hero nobody can counter me i'm so good i'm just gonna pick it because you'll get countered you'll fucking lose and then the next game you have to like make a change so i would say like 
try to break that wall down where like you think that you're that you're a good player because no matter how good you are you can always get better and you want to always keep learning yeah i think my biggest plateaus have always been when i feel like i know more about the game than the people i'm playing with and even if that is the case um you can't act like that and you can't you can't use that as a crutch to like automatically winning the game i think we've talked about it a lot where most of the time if you're winning a lot and you're climbing mmr and you're feeling like a better player it's because you're doing a lot of little things right and then it's going to result in you suddenly feeling like you're just way better than everybody else because most people don't do a lot of little things right they just kind of like play the game and then the result is like a coin flip and so if you I think this is where self-replay review is good because you can go back and be like, why am I dying when I'm 5-0 and after the laning stage every time? I'm just like running behind tier 2 towers because I like feel like I'm too strong or something. I'm just diving and feeding away a big streak to their carry every game. Like You might find that kind of pattern where you're just like overplaying, as Jenkins said, over and over and over in certain scenarios. And then if you can just like reel that back and play a little bit more defensively by slightly more defensive items, keep the lead instead of giving it back to the other team or trying to outplay a lane that's just unwinnable instead of doing something else, which you might have done in the climb to where you are, those kinds of little decisions will impact your win rate in a huge way. Yep. I've seen Jenkins play Dazzle yesterday. He has no rank immortal. That's bugged. No, it doesn't doesn't show anybody's rank right now for some reason. Yep. Unless you're top 100, which sucks, man, dude. I was like rank 80, and I played two party two games, and we queued into Smurfs, and I, I lost like a hundred MMR from two games. It feels fucking bad, man. That doesn't uh, feel good. Yeah, it doesn't feel. It feels really bad because yeah. usually that's like to lose a hundred MMR, man. That takes work, but. Yeah, I only play Dota usually in the mornings or like kind of in the middle of the day. And so my last, I think, seven games have been me, highest rank by about 500 to 600 MMR. Everybody else on my team, low ranks, other team. Sometimes this, their, their high rank person is support, sometimes they're not. And uh, I've been getting a little frustrated with my course. <laughs> the last couple got games a party that I played. Queue. Got a party queue, buddy. What is yeah. the best illusion hero right now? Naga Siren. Yep. There you go. All right. I think that's about it for me. I think we've taken quite a few questions. I, I need to go, go take another nap. <laughs> Feeling pretty sick at this point. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for all the questions. And thank you to our Patreon supporters. Patreon.com slash Dota Alchemy. If you want to join the crew, have private access to us in the Discord. And uh, just generally one-up yourself, one-up your life, and improve <laughs> as people as well as Dota players. Thanks as always. We'll see you next time.